welcome to the Golden Rock Podcast, bringing you some of the latest and greatest Pokemon news and a few laughs along the way. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm joined by fellow Pokemon enthusiast, Connor. Before we begin, you can jump around the podcast by using the timestamps in the description below. Connor, are you as excited as I am this week to record? Not really. I mean, the trailer was a little bit garbage. No, I'm joking. It's, I'm so, <laughs> wow. so excited. <laughs> I, I gave it away a little bit there. I can already imagine people already ready to start hammering on their keyboard going, I can't believe these two do a Pokemon podcast and they're not excited for the new trailer, which released today about, what, four hours ago? Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Um, so we're coming into this very fresh. Um, uh, just like, should we just jump straight into it? Because I, I'm ready to just start talking about this trailer. Yeah, let's get, let's go straight into it. Because let's face it, this is yes. one of the better trailers we've had so far, right? Okay, yeah, I agree. That was going to be my first question. Like, what are your initial impressions? So positive? Yeah, no, massively positive. Massively positive. Yes. It answered questions that I asked them to answer without giving mm-hmm. too much information. Perfect Spot trailer. On exactly what we were talking about last week wasn't yep. it around the marketing um again yeah absolutely the same i wanted a trailer that kind of gave you a taste of the region and what you would be doing but not necessarily go okay here are all eight gym leaders oh here are all the new pokemon um it, it, it gave enough to entice you into the three ways of playing without I mean, basically, I'd imagine what we've seen is the first mission for each of the three um, ways to play. So this well, still... Well, quote, quote, unquote, first mission, because let's not forget, you can go in whatever order you want. Well, yes, 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 yes. So on that, right, I think we've already started then on the three different ways of playing. Have they confirmed yet? Because I can't, I, I don't see this anywhere. You can you can take on all three paths. Do you choose one and once you've completed the game, you're locked out the other two? Do we know anything about that yet? So you can do all three paths in any order you wish and swap between them as you go. Oh, that is, that's the answer I wanted. It's not the, it's not the answer I expected though, to be so quite you honest can, So you can head to a town knowing that there's a gym there, cross a starfall base on your way take mm-hmm. out their team leader and then see a uh tower and be like all oh, right i'll call arvin up get him down here and we'll go explore that and then i'll go do the gym that i initially headed for wow i l- i love that so it, it, so the first way to play is that called starfall street uh starfall street is uh yes was, seems to be was in where the yeah Seems to be where Team Star, our new, possibly one of, or at least the main evil team that we're getting, the yes. group of delinquents from the school. Rebellious the, students. That's the one. <laughs> that's where they all hang out. And there are a number of these dotted around the region, a number of these bases where they're all held up. And from what we can see, Starfall Street, you will have to kick down the door to the bases and be mm-hmm. like, I'm here to take on the boss. I'm here to take on the big I am of these parts who is going Ooh. to have some kind of star mobile, which is what yes. they called it, a star mobile, which we've seen the big car with the flames on the side. Mm-hmm. I will come back to the star mobile. We'll talk more about that yep. in a minute. Um, but to get to them, you have to get through Starfall Street or their base. Yep. Where all of the all of the Team Star grunts and stuff are just going to be throwing their Pokemon at you 
all at so, once, seemingly. So there's so much to break down, and let's take it bit by bit because I'm I'm just worried we're gonna miss stuff out yep. because there was so much, so much to unpack in this trailer. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start with I think the part that excited me the most is about you know you're making your way through and the battle mechanics because. Mm -hmm. What I what you see in the trailer for a, a couple of seconds is what I think is the auto battle yes. sequence in, in play. So you've got Makuita and I forget the Gen or Seven or Akoria um, battling a, a number of um, Hound Hours, and the trailer trainers just running around. So a bit like Legends Arceus. So I'm just wondering how that how that functions how that works what what do you think so from what i've read on the website it's called the let's go function which okay. is their following mechanic for this generation so in previous trailers we've seen like the starters following you mm -hmm. and running by your side um apparently now whatever pokemon you decide to use the let's go mechanic with will yeah. run by your side will go and pick up items for you and can auto battle pokemon Okay. They will just find random Pokemon, or maybe you can go go get them over there, and they will just auto battle. <laughs> Brilliant. If right? they win, they get XP and will pick up items from the fallen Pokemon, which suggests again that the items uh, that from fallen Pokemon comes back from Legends Arceus. So you oh, know how you could yes. defeat Pokemon in Legends Arceus, mm -hmm. and you'd be like, mm -hmm. "Oh well, I, I got some Mud Ball or whatever else." So Pokemon are going to be holding these crafting items ready for your pokemon to pick up in auto battling so yes that's what we see that's at least what it looks like we're seeing is mm -hmm, but there's mm -hmm. two out and if you read the website it says you can do it yeah. with one pokemon so is that because you and a partner were doing it so one of your mates in the yes. multiplayer also had a pokemon out on on the let's go mechanic so they were yeah. auto battling as well so you can do these star raids as a group mm -hmm. Ooh. Mm -hmm. that'd be interesting i so I, we can't. We can only speculate at this point because in the trailer you don't see a second trainer. No, but 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 the 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 follow mechanic has always been: you have one Pokemon following you. You never have multiple Pokemon following. Well, it you. even specifically says you can have one Pokemon one. out and walking with you. Right. There might be something where, I, I don't know, I, I've i seen it in other RPGs before where, you know, you have your one main character, one main fighter, whatever it is, and then you can almost send in extra Pokemon, well, extra monsters or characters or whatever the, the function of the RPG is to do, like, bonus attacks. So that's something that we might see in place where you have your one Pokemon that is auto-battling, and then maybe, I don't know, there's a meter that builds up. You get to throw out a second Pokemon to deliver a team attack or something like that. Because even though we got to see this, we didn't get to see a UI overlaid over it. There so, is that on the website. Oh, is there? Right. So you okay. can see the Pokemon that you have the Let's Go function with has yep. basically a little health bar in the bottom left-hand corner. A little sprite of it and a health bar. And that's the okay. only information that's there. Um, oh, that's it. Okay. And okay. then you obviously get pop-ups that say when your Pokemon's picked up an item and it tells you what the item does. Okay, so I think then I think you're right. I think that must be a second a second player's Pokemon. I think so. 
I think I I hadn't realized it until I was talking to you about it, but that's why I love this podcast because I get to just have these thoughts roll through my head and I talk about them and I'm like, oh, wait, that's a thing. I love it. I love it so much. That's so good. So let's let's go back to the vehicle then, shall we? Yes, because another really cool thing from the website is there's a new bunch of there's a bunch of new art on the website. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of them is to do with these is to do with the car. It's got the car on it. And the car's engine, have you seen it? No, go on. Right, so the engine of the car right at the front has an eyeball. And then above it, it, it's got like a it's got like a piston thing with jagged bits that are like teeth. And then in the artwork, there is a tongue sticking out of it. Confirming (laughs) pretty much that at least the engine part of it is a Pokemon, and considering all of these star uh, star team leaders are going to have their own star mobile, Mm. I reckon it's going to be like the engine is the Pokemon, and then that's attached to lots of different kinds of vehicles. I like that. So when I'm so the the image I'm looking at with the with the eye and everything, and it's kind of got a silvery black brownie color to it. And the first Pokemon mm-hmm. I thought of of was um the dust dust noir line. Now I don't I don't think it will be that Pokemon. I think if they have Pokemon in the engines, that it'll be brand new Pokemon. It makes sense to introduce new Pokemon um in this mechanic, but potentially then it functions maybe a bit like Rotom in the Pokedex, for Very example. Very possibly, where, where it takes over whatever you put it in kind of thing. Yes. So I, that, I'm i looking at this vehicle now, and I absolutely love it. So I'm, I'm looking at the one where you've got Torkoal on the top of it with the uh, with the new person who is, is it Mela? Mila? Mila. Mia? Mila. Mia. Yeah. Me, and I've just Mila, sent you the Mela, image that I'm looking at. Oh, have you now? Oh, look at that. Oh, that does look absolutely fantastic. Wow. And so, it almost confirms Biker yes. Gang. Biker Gang, yes. Oh, I'm, I'm so ready for this. And I am hoping... Okay, so what I, what I am hoping with this, this, this way of playing is that when you are battling... So w- w- when you're battling her Torkoal on top of the, the car... I kind of expect the car to take turns as well. If it's a Pokemon, yep, carry I'm, on. I, I'm expecting it. You know, the first time you do it, you go in, you go, oh, it's a, you know, I've got six Pokemon, they've got two. Right, okay, so I attack. Oh, the Pokemon's down to half HP. Then all of a sudden, it's a bit like um, Legends Arceus, where you could get back to back turns using the agile, um, using agile attacks. I'm half expecting a surprise attack in that first battle, and then all of a sudden you're thinking, oh, th- there's a Pokemon in the car, and it's used whatever it's got. So the the one that's got that I'm looking at has lights, it has speakers. Obviously, it's a car, which means it has wheels and engines and, and things like that. I'm really expecting this this car to be a surprise. You beat them, and maybe you get the opportunity to catch the Pokemon that's inside that car. Very Maybe. possibly. So do you want me to read this for you? Take, yeah, on the, take on the bosses riding their star mobiles. Once you overcome the waves of Team Star grunts, their boss will appear in a custom car called the Starmobile. It seems that during your Pokemon battles with these bosses, the Starmobile itself will get in your way. Take down each squad's boss by defeating their party Pokemon and their Starmobiles. 
Oh, so... It, oh, right, okay. So it, it gives you enough to speculate on, but it, it doesn't tell you. We are, go- I, we are going to be in, in for so many surprises. As long as they don't give stuff away in the later trailers, we are going to be in such... I, I This has the potential just to wow us in terms of, okay, they've not just gone for... This is the third way to play, and it's basically Pokemon battles. This feels like it could be very unique and nothing that we've seen for in a Pokemon game. And yeah, I'm so excited it's, it's, for it's it. Gonna be, it's going to be something else. It, it definitely is. Which, um, which I never expected to say for a Pokemon game. You know, no, we, we, no. <laughs> have, we have seen Pokemon for many, many years be the same thing and just iterate yeah. on its formula. This yeah, looks yeah. like something else. Which is, I'm so ready for. Me too. Um, Before we move on, what do you think of her design? I think she looks great. As what is effectively the fire type gym leader of the evil team, which Mm -hmm. is kind of how they're Mm -hmm. suggesting it is. Like, you've got to go take down all the evil bosses. She's the fire type one. I think it's a cool design. I love her boots. I love her like black ink She looks... Uh, yes, it's a it's a very unique design. I can't think the last time we saw such a standout design from the Pokemon team. I, I re- like definitely not in the last couple of generations, at, at least. Maybe Black and White had some really strong designs. I'm thinking of of Genos and and N with the quirky hairstyles and everything. Um, so I, I love that, that it seems like they're not holding back. They're going, you know what? Let's If we're going to do something different, we might as well just go for it. And her design is fantastic. It feels like she could be a real a real character and presence in this in this game, which I'm really looking forward to. Um, and I, I love the fact that this kind of... This is Pokemon's way of doing st- doing something that has, has been out in other games and other series for a while where I'm thinking Assassin's Creed, where at any point mm-hmm. you can go to the towers, you can do the towers. And I'm loving that the more I see and hear about this, it feels a lot more open world in terms of you go out into the world, okay, these are all the places you can go, and actually, in those places, there will be different things for you to accomplish, and as you are going to, you know, a, a certain area, something might take your eye or your fancy, and you're like, oh, well, I'll put a pin in what I was going to do. I want to go and explore that cave. I want to go and explore that tower, and that is something that Legends Arceus was lacking, that there wasn't really, other than seeing new Pokemon, you you typically just go, okay, right, I'm going to point A to point B to point C. And it was very rare, at least in my experience, for me to go, oh, before I go there, I'm going to I'm going to have a look at that rock formation over there. Unless there was a Pokemon that I was that I hadn't seen before. So this really does feel like, and said it before, Pokemon or Game Freak's attempt at something similar to Legends, uh, Le- Legends of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, where you are exploring. And there's just constantly new things that take your eye. And before you know it, you've sunken five hours into the gameplay and you still haven't accomplished what you originally set out to do. And I'm all for it. I can't wait. It is. I like, as you say, Legends Arceus was a great game, but there wasn't much to explore. Like, I I remember Mm -hmm. there was one place in the icy area 
where it's like, oh, I fell down a hole and found an Alpha Frost lass. That was about. Yeah, I, about I guess it, that's really. cool. Yeah. But yeah, there's yeah. there's not a lot else going on in that game. Whereas this looks like every every corner you turn, there will be something new something, to do, something new yeah. to find. Definitely. Okay, shall we move on to the the second way to play that has been revealed in this trailer? Yes, we have the ability to go search for herbs. Which in itself sounds quite boring. Boring. <laughs> but this trailer sells it. We are right? we are trying to gather up the Herba Mystica. Well, yes. m- more accurately, Arvin is trying to Arvin gather is. up the Herba yes. Mystica. Uh, mm-hmm. but because he sucks, he needs us to basically <laughs> escort him the, the the whole the whole campaign is an escort mission mm-hmm, uh trying mm-hmm. to gather these glowy flower things mm-hmm. luckily for us it's not as boring as it sounds because these big glowy flowers are defended by titans titans oh what a powerful name to to go for so we've had so this uh, i think i mentioned this in, in the discord earlier on where we were just chatting it feels like a natural progression of what we had with totem pokemon into Legends Arceus with the um, Alpha Pokemon. And then now we have Titans, which are bumped up, powerful Pokemon that you will probably struggle against. At least at least that's what I'm looking forward to. And the thing that set it out for me is when I was on the Pokemon website and we got to see the new Pokemon uh, Cloth, um, yes. which is the Rock-type, Crab-type Pokemon. And you get to see its health bar. And it's huge. <laughs> it's absolutely... The Pokemon's huge and the health bar's huge, which makes me think that this is going to be... Oh, it's going to be a, a, a challenge, to be honest with you, to it take look, down these powerful mons. It looks like a one-on-one raid battle. Yeah. To put yeah. it in context, that's yeah. what it looks like. And it's going to be absolutely insane. I can't wait to see all the Pokemon that have decided to go big with yes and again and we've still not seen inside the towers no no we it, it's it's hidden that from us because that's i'm pretty sure it said somewhere didn't it that you need to go inside but we haven't seen that we've literally just seen the main character run around he, he knocks out a couple of the smaller cloths and then it zooms in on what looks like to be a rock formation and a big cloth, just the stony cliff titan jumps down to attack. Yeah, and, so it it uh, does look like the herbs are held up within the within the towers, which means that you defeat the titan before mm-hmm. you even enter the dungeon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which which is kind of backwards. You do the boss fight first and then get to go in the dungeon. Yeah, yeah, which I, I'm actually okay with that because it would mix it would mix it up because typically you go in the dungeon, you progress through the dungeon, and at the end there's there's a there's a boss of some kind in a game, and you beat them and oh you've done it. I quite like the other way around where then the the dungeon almost becomes the, your reward for beating that Pokemon. So then you can go inside and then imagine it won't just be the uh, the herbs that you get. You will likely get. Other items, rarer Pokemon, uh, maybe. Um, and it's just another opportunity to play the game a different way, explore new areas. And I'm, again, I'm optimistic about this. My thought around it, though, is these herbs 
obviously you're gathering them for Arvin, but are they going to have an effect on the game and how you play it? So are it says he will offer you uh, his handmade dishes, which he uses from, which he makes with the herbs. And the herbs mm -hmm. all have different magical quote unquote powers. So some of them are oh. known to like fully heal your Pokemon. Um, I'm not sure. They, they've they've been very they've been very tight lipped about exactly what this is. But I can imagine these mm. herbs being so rare. They're not just going to be oh, it's a max revive, but you've got to no. go through a dungeon to get I, it. I I think if they're going to go anywhere with this, this could potentially be the way that they boost certain items so you can in the game you and in, in every game you can go and get the x items you rarely use them however let's say arvin cooks you a dish that goes oh okay use this x item it actually gives you plus six or oh it gives you plus one in every stat suddenly that's an item where you're thinking actually that's not too shabby because you get to get you know a huge power up using an an item in one turn rather than having to do it over multiple turns that you would with Exime. So that's where I could potentially see it going, maybe. But also we could have herbs that function maybe in the same way as the O powers or the Rotom powers that we've had in previous games that give a boost to catching, give a boost to uh, your stats, for example. That, that could be in play, maybe. And there's a cooldown. So by the time you've done it, you've got eight new ways to you know, boost certain stats or ways to play, and maybe they're on a cooldown. Maybe that's how we're going to, to use these herbs. Yeah, it's interesting, because it literally it reads, Arvin's research into healthy recipes for Pokemon has led him to seek out rare ingredients called Herba Mystica, which are said to immediately restore health once eaten. That's it. That's all the information we get on them, other than the fact that they're rare. Mm. So okay. we literally everything would be speculation. Everything yes. we say today would be speculation on those. But that might be the story I'm most interested in so far. Right. Okay. Okay. I. Why is that? Out of curiosity. One Titan Pokemon. Yeah. I just get to run around going, Titan! Which is always Titan! good fun. Which is always good fun. Um, but also, just because, again, I still think this is going to be the one that's got loads of lore. I think this is going to be the ah, area where you can okay, explore yeah. the ancient traditions and stuff of Paldea. Yeah, yeah. I think this is probably the one for me where you are... You'll see new Pokemon in all of them, mm -hmm. in all of the three ways that you play. But this almost feels to me like this is going to be the one where you get to see the most powerful or the most unique, maybe. Because the the, the look at the size of that. Glorf. Sure, if you are building Pokemon that size, you must have something in mind where maybe you've got this opportunity to create really big Pokemon and therefore the designs are going to be really unique and things that you can't typically do with the smaller Pokemon. Um, and like you say, this is the one for me that I feel like will reward you the most in terms of, you know, seeking out these hidden areas i've got a feeling the the gyms and the um and this this facing off against the school's troublemakers the the star path one they're going to be 
really obvious. Like you go, you're going to see them before you before you know it. Whereas these ones feel like they're going to be a bit more hidden, and mm-hmm. therefore, when you do find them, you'll feel a lot more rewarded for tracking them down. I mean, for all we know, they could be like plain obvious already marked on on the map. But it sounds like they're going to be a lot more hidden, uh, which I'm I'm all for. Yeah, let me come discover these things. A couple other as- yes. aspects of this. It well and truly confirms that Pokemon scaling is here and yeah. is in At full last. display. We got to see a bit of it in Legends Arceus. A very little bit. L- a little bit, but we did get to see, okay, some of the Pokemon sizing is slightly different. Now it's time. I I want to see the big Pokemon. I uh-huh. want to see the Legends. I want to see Ultra Beasts. I want to see Mons that you throw out into battle or are thrown out into battle against you and you look at the sheer size of them and think, okay, that's that's, that's a big Pokemon. And therefore, you're intimidated. You're thinking, okay, how am I going to beat this? It just helps to add to the atmosphere. And it goes back to what we've said in previous trailers and, and discussions that it makes it feel like no two Pokemon are the same. They might be the same species. However, they're different in, you know, size and how they act and, and things like that. And it just helps to make it feel like Pokemon aren't all the same. Yeah, I fully agree. That was one of the coolest bits of Legends as well, was all the Pokemon mm. being different sizes, even though that technically came in and let's go, right? Did it? Yeah, no, all the Pokemon... Well, they weren't as obvious, but they all had auras and stuff being like, it's tiny! It's oh, huge! yes, they did, didn't they? I did, did that actually make a difference? Were they actually smaller and, and bigger? I don't know. You've just... played the game. I haven't. Yeah, I, I don't think they were any different. I do remember it saying that, but I can't remember them actually being different. Or is at least in Legends, they were actually different sizes. Like, you could throw two Pokemon uh, out and they would be different sizes. Yes. And yes. you had to spend half the game looking for a freaking big Buizel. Never going to let oh, them forget yes. that. No, that was the worst. That was the absolute worst mission. I hated it yes. so much. Yes. But just as a, a little side note, what I did like about Legends Arc is one thing that got right is when you gave over Pokemon to certain people, you actually gave your Pokemon. So if you caught Shiny and gave them the Shiny, they would just have the Shiny next to them. Like the character models stayed as whatever Pokemon yep. you, you gave them. And the size, again, going back to what I just said, like makes it feel like, okay, this Pokemon was my Pokemon. It's different than the other Pokemon. And if we get to see more of that in this game, even better. I don't know if we will, but they're making... The trailer's made all the right steps and all the right noises. So he is hoping that they are implementing all the all the great features from previous Pokemon games that people have been asking for and they've kind of dropped or they've let them take a break from a generation and hopefully this is the one where we start to get all the great mechanics that we like back um shall we move on to the third and final way to uh play this game the most surprising of them all we can i just want to add in you you know you're saying like oh you can drop off your pokemon and stuff you know the farms where they ask oh can i have a pokemon to water all my plants Mm -hmm. i left my palkia what? Wait, what? On purpose or on accident? Oh, no, on purpose. Because you can swap them out. It was just really funny to see Origin form Palkia oh, okay. watering the farm. Just watering the farm. Literally the Pokemon <laughs> of uh, space. space, isn't it? The Pokemon of space farming. <laughs> Having a great time. Loving Fantastic. every minute of it. But yes, the third and final way to play this game, 
Surprise, surprise. What? Gym challenge. Gym challenge. Oh, I didn't expect that. So let's uh, let's break this down. So uh, typical gym challenge. There are there are eight gyms, right? Yes. So yes. I, so I was hoping that there would be a number of gyms and you only had to tackle eight, but it sounds like there is only eight. Still no confirmation on any level scaling, but I don't think they are going to... I, I don't think they will reveal that. The fact that they aren't revealing that it's a level scaling in any way makes me think it's not level scaling. They are they are set levels and you can challenge them at whatever order that you, you want. I mean, yeah, but this guy throws out a small no. I don't want to be taking no. on a small live. No, I agree. I, I absolutely agree with you. It is a little bit disappointing that there isn't, um, it seems to be any level scaling. Um, one thing that we're, we're getting back is the um, gym challenges. So the first one, it's it looks like it's rounding up a load of some floor, right? Which, yes. God. And not even just within the gym, within the city. Oh, I didn't notice that. Across the entire oh, town. Okay. 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 I like that. Because, so the gyms are now supposed to, the gyms and more importantly, the gym challenge is supposed to incorporate aspects of not only the mm. gym leader themselves, but the town they inhabit and sort of look after. Ooh. So we're going to get a lot of local lore and how different people live their lives via the gym challenge oh i like that really cool. I, I because I, I i must admit the the way that they do the puzzles and everything before a, a gym leader the formula's gotten stale but i think what has what has kept it going for so long is the fact that you don't typically see the same type of puzzles repeated over and over again. They they always come up with unique ways, and Gen Eight was fantastic. I mean, look at the um, uh, was it the fourth gym against? Yeah, it was the fourth gym against uh, in Swords. You you face off against B, and you're basically on a giant um pinball machine going down, and like they they are constantly yes. coming up with new and unique ways of doing that. This just seems like okay, let's take that a step further. And if it's actually the, the challenge that you do before you take on the gym leader impacts the, the story in terms of, you know, building law around the town and the Paldea region, again, it, it sounds like they've taken something and go, right, let's take this the next, the, you know, a step further, which I didn't think they would be able to do, to be honest with you. And it sounds like they're doing it. Yep. So we meet Brassius, the grass-type yes. gym leader who is the leader of mm -hmm. Artisan Town. I like that. Artisan. He is mm -hmm. an artist. Um, and you know that Sun Flora statue yes. we've seen? Oh, That's oh he's made it. Oh, yes. Yeah. Surrendering Sun Flora. Yes. Surrendering oh. Sun Flora. Great, great name. Love it. Apparently, there's a number of these installations yes. around. Nobody knows quite what it's surrendering the, 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 the to. Son. I don't. I don't know if any Pokemon's going to be surrendering. It's some Flora. It's one of the weakest Pokemon. But I'm kind of hoping that this gives them the opportunity to imagine if you throw out a Sun Flora and it's got some, you know, new moves for Gen Nine, and suddenly you go from thinking, "Oh, this is going to be, a, you know, a cakewalk," to, "Oh, Sun Flora like actually did something in, in battle." Um. Speaking yes. of new moves for Gen 9, we did see what another one. I missed that. Trailblazer. What does that do? 
I oh. have no idea, but it was super effective. Is that the one that Sudowoodo used? So he, okay. Sudowoodo uses, so he, he terrestrializes Sudowoodo into yes. a grass type, it's which a, is so cool. So love that. I love that because Sudowoodo is normally rock. So you wouldn't typically see that in the gym, uh-huh. which opens up opportunities for the later gyms where, you know, they are not, they aren't limited with, okay, right, I'm the gym leader of this gym, therefore I can only use flying type Pokemon. Now they can choose a, another Pokemon that is a completely different typing and terrestrialize it into a flying type Pokemon. I, I love that. I love that addition. Did you... Did you read the line no. as well? Ah, oh, so, right. So he tra- he terrestrializes Sudowoodo into a grass type, and he's like, I will call this masterpiece Truly, truly Wudo. Wudo. Oh, no. That's such a bad pun, and I love it. <laughs> truly Wudo. What? Yeah, I- <laughs> it was amazing. I love it. I love the character that they're giving all of these yes. sort of NPCs. Give them, make them stand out. Make them feel unique. Make them feel like they belong make just just make it feel like like that is one of the the things that i did enjoy with gen 8 i but again some of them didn't really stand out others did this hopefully is again a step in the right direction where they've gone okay let's just build on what's come before let's give these new you know trainers and gym leaders and everything else you know more of a personality um which yeah i'm i, I absolutely love did you notice the character model for Pseudo Wudo? Yes. Uh, the texture on it. It's, it's, it's gorgeous. It actually looks like a rock. Um, yeah. Which for the longest time, it, it hasn't really, not in the, not in the games at least. Um, and for me, puts to bed the fact that, oh, this should be a grass type. And I know it shouldn't. It should be a rock type, but... The previous sprites have made it look like a tree. This makes me go, that's not a tree. That that is it's it's a rock. It's literally a fossilized rock. Um and I know I'm jumping around here, but the updated talk hole as well. You don't get to see it's not as obvious, but the 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 character model for that has also been updated slightly. But other Pokemon aren't, which may maybe they are cherry picking certain Pokemon and developing them. I I I I doubt that they're cherry picking them as much as they are just doing mm. it step at a time. Why they would show off some Pokemon who weren't ready yet, then I'm not sure. But and yeah. we're only two months out. Realistically, they should be done with this game by now. Like, you'd hope. You'd, you'd really hope. hope. Um, but yeah, I'm. Um, I've said this before. I am okay with them. You know, game by game, they update more and more texture models and animations and they do it that way but yes, yes. but do it for at least all yes, the pokemon agree. in the game it feels like it's a halfway house where it's like right either commit to it or don't because if you if you you know if you half arse it unfortunately you you're just leaving yourself open to criticism because people won't remember the ones that you have updated they'll go well why didn't you do the rest on why haven't you updated these pokemon yeah it's more um, recognizable yeah exactly it makes makes the ones that they haven't done stand out but not in a good way um so we also get introduced to gita who's the chair ms gita ms yes. gita um who okay what do you think of this this character model um she looks like a psychic type gym leader. She, is my is my initial yes. thought. Did you ever play Bayonetta? 
Are you aware uh, of no, what Bayonetta is? No, I am is? aware of Bayonetta, yeah, but I never played that's, it. So I, I never played it. The only, the only reason I know about it is a, I used to love Devil May Cry games, and it's in a similar genre. Yep. And uh, she is available as a fighter on Super Smash Bros. So the moment I saw her, I was like, "Is I'm this witch? Hair- <laughs> uh, yeah, is this hair alive? <laughs> like, does she use it?" Which made me think, like you said, is she, you know, mixed between a psychic type and a dark type? Maybe. Um, the I can I I do quite like a character model. I'm not gonna lie; it does look quite um formal. It'll be interesting to see where they go with her because we've we've had the traditional businessman in uh, Chairman Rose, so this looks quite distinct. Very much stands out. Um, do so. What do you think her role is? I'm just curious. I'm not entirely sure, because as okay. you say, that we only really got a chairman of the league yes. in Galar. Yes. It was kind of introduced the to us thing. there. It's, it's, it's a cool idea. It makes sense for a established league mm-hmm. that is, like, now that they've gone, well, it's, it's, it's across the world. It's not just in this region. It's like world tournament class mm-hmm. battlers and recogni- recognition kind of thing. So it makes sense that you would have a chairman or yeah. somebody who heads it up. Yeah. Um, how much influence is she going to have? I'm not sure. I I think she might be the champion. So I was just going to say that, and what kind of puts me down that that route is on the website says she reigns supreme as the most skilled trainer of all. There you go. Surely, then. if you're the the most skilled trainer of all. You're the champion, right? Unless, unless you uh, step uh, down or something, but... It does say among the regions re- champions. champions. Yeah. So... Because, of course, the goal is to get to champion rank, mm-hmm. which is a rank within Paldea. Yeah. So it's not just, I am the champion. It's, no, yeah. I have attained the champion rank. I go through, I do all the eight gyms, and then I can do the league test mm-hmm. to gain champion rank. And then... Will there be like a battle of champions? Is that what we're heading towards? And then she will be the final boss of the battle of champions. So do so. What I what I'm potentially thinking, and because I've I've been saying it this entire podcast, they are building on what has come before and updating, upgrading, improving, experimenting. I can't help but feel we are getting something similar to we got in Sword and Shield, which did away with the typical Elite Four, and you have a tournament, and maybe that is what we are getting. So you do the gym challenge, and then like you say, okay, all the best trainers from across the region come together to to battle it out to decide who is best, and she just happens to be the final hurdle, like Leon was. I mean, uh, I I'm yeah, I love that idea. I love the idea of it being a league. Yes. Yeah. You know, well, yeah, she got a bite. You got to battle a bunch of different people mm-hmm. as like the days and weeks go on and then you climb the rankings or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's a league. It's not yeah. just a knockout competition. Yeah. Whether that will be the case is is, is unlikely, but that it's... would make sense to me as a case of like, okay, I have proved myself. I have achieved mm-hmm. achieve champion rank. Yeah. I am a Paldea champion. I can now take part in the champions league. Yeah. Yeah. What I want uh, in terms of this and the final battles is I want them to go where Sword and Shield, where I thought Sword and Shield was going, but they didn't. So it's at the end of Sword and Shield, it's basically a knockout competition. 
but in the story you always battle the same trainers mm -hmm. i wasn't a fan of that what i want is for that to be random so that you can bring what you think is the you know you would need to bring a diverse team because you don't know what kind of trainer you are going to be be battling um i i would love that speaking you've gone you've, you've just made speedrunners everywhere cry Oh, I'd be fine. I'd fi I'm fine with that. Yeah, I love chaos in in, in games. So bring it on. Um, speaking of battles, we get to hear the what I imagine is the gym music theme, the battle oh music. Oh my god, they brought back the yes. crowd. Like it starts. So it starts off the exact same as Gen Eight, but then it takes its own spin on it. Yeah. And I, I like the moment I heard that, I thought, oh right, they're just putting that in for nostalgia. But no, it just goes in its own direction. And like, I, I think for all the faults and issues that Gen 8 has, the music isn't one of them. The music, no, the music is standout. Standout. It's one of the best, best music uh, uh, tracks, soundtracks. Yes, that's, yes, what I was that's the word. Yep, yep. It's one of the best soundtracks of any Pokemon game ever. Agreed. And for, to hear that theme... I was like, okay, right. The the music, whatever ha else happens with this game, the music is probably gonna land. It's it's gonna. Oh, it's just gonna be amazing. <laughs> love it. So absolutely love it. So a few. The, I, I do want to talk about the new Pokemon, but before I do, I just want to just want to do uh, two quick things. Um, I think we're getting day and night. This trailer kind of confirms it uh, because there are shots uh, where the sun is setting when the sun has set and then uh, during the day as well. So I think we are getting, like you mentioned last week, Legends Arceus, you know, day and night cycle coming in. Good times. And we don't get to see the full map. However, they make a point of showing in the trailer, like multiple like screen grabs of the different parts of the trailer. And I actually, I actually took a, a, a screenshot of this because I was like, okay, how much are we seeing? And other than two of them being the same map but slightly rotated, every single one is different. Yeah. So, yeah. So, makes me think this map is... Surely the map is going to be as big as all of the Legends Arcus ones combined. Maybe bigger. Who knows? But typically, every every game series that I've ever played, the maps only get bigger every every game. So, yeah. and Adam, it's an open world, and yeah. realistically, that means I need spaces to explore. Yes. My biggest worry was going to be it was a case of, well, it's big, but there's nothing in it. Yeah. Yeah. My fears of that are slowly subsiding. I will still hold on to them for the foreseeable future, but yeah. they are subsiding and being put at rest. Um, yeah. It looks good. Yeah. It, it looks good. It really does. And like, what for me? Helps to helps to reinforce that okay, the world is going to feel more lived in as if this was a you know typical Pokemon game that come before. There'd be eight cities and a handful of forests and stuff. Well, no, you've got the eight cities at bare minimum for the gyms. You've got eight bases lurking around. You've got eight areas where you know the 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 Titan Pokemon are. I think there's confirmed more than that. Oh, is for, there? Like, the towers and that because we've had a full resolution of the map now. And oh, I've not seen that this. Oh, okay. uh, people have spotted that there's more than eight um, towers. I think there's like 12 towers. So And like 10 star flags around the map. Okay. I might be wrong on those numbers, but it's, it, I remember distinctly it being more than eight. 
So do you think we are getting where the towers function as some kind of map reveal, like in most other games? Possibly. Yeah? Possibly. We Again, we saw that shot of our main character looking out over the towers. And we the, did, yes. Do, doing, doing the Assassin's Creed yes, pull out and show much. the region yeah, around yeah. it. So it oh. wouldn't surprise me. So these are, these are concepts that have been in video games for 15 odd years. We're now only finally getting them in Pokemon, but you know what? I'm, I don't care if it's late. This is what, you know, it's making the steps in the right directions, which is why it's need, needed for a while. Shall we move on to the new Pokemon that have been introduced in this yes. trailer? Yes, where, where do we want to start with this Should we start, we with, start with Cloth? Play, let's start we've with already Cloth. started on there. Okay, uh, initial impressions in terms of design. It's a crab. It's, it's a crab. Um, but like other crabs we've had, it, it at least looks different than the other ones that we've had. And it looks more like a crab than the other Pokemon we've definitely had. Definitely does. And pure rock as well, which was surprising, but it makes sense if it is a cliff, a cliff crab, basically. Yeah. So it like hangs on the undersides of cliffs, mm -hmm. waits for people or Pokemon to walk under it and then drops on top of them. Ooh, oh Yeah. Um, latches upside down onto cliffs to ambush its prey from above. So we could potentially be getting that if you, you know, when you've beaten it, you go into the dungeon and you're running and you get, you know, the kind of static encounters that we're used to in some of the older Pokemon games, like in Reflection Cave, where you're just running and you see a shadow on the floor and then all of a sudden the Pokemon drops and you initiate a battle. So we could potentially see something like that happening. Um... And we've had its uh, its ability released as well, Anger Shell. Yeah. Anger Shell, which is effectively, you know how Defeatist ruins mm -hmm. um, Archaeops? Is yeah. it Archaeops? Yeah, yeah. Flying, Archon and Archaeops. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Defeatist ruins Archaeops once it gets the half elf. Well, this basically gives Cloth Shell Smash. It's basically Shell Smash, yeah. Um, which I, I like that because you can couple it with a couple of different things so you could give it a white herb knowing that okay well i get to have all the benefits and none of the downsides of shell smash and it doesn't cost me a turn to set up i just need to basically survive an attack um I, if it gets some kind of um, of move that boosts its speed or an item to boost its speed coupled with you know an increase in attack special attack on top of the speed boost that it'll get you could potentially sweep with this Pokemon if you've set up, right? It'll be interesting to see how much play it gets. Mm. Again, I don't think I don't think it's massive. Like it's not no. game changing. You no, gotta remember no. we're we're coming out of a generation that had Zashin. Yeah. Which yeah. got an attack boost just for being, being on the field. Being on the field, yeah. <laughs> so half health, free shell smash. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll see we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Definitely. I'm overall, I, I quite like this Pokemon. Um, doesn't stand out to me as much as some of the other Pokemon. I think the thing that does make it stand out it, just that little bit more is the fact that it's a Titan Pokemon. Um, yes. But the other two Pokemon that were introduced at the end of this trailer definitely are unique in terms of oh, how mate, they, they so look. They're so good. They are beautiful. So these have grown on me. So the first time, when I saw these at first, I was like, oh, they they feel very Mega Man, very Digimon. But yeah, the more, they do feel a little bit Digimon, I will give you that. But the more I'm looking at them, the more they are growing on me. 
I love the fact that they complement one each one each other. Um, which one do you want to tackle first? Let's go with Armor Rouge. Okay, Armor Armor Rouge. So this that's, is that's the name we've landed on. Whether yes. that's right or not, we're not we don't sure. Know. But so this Pokemon is only um, you can only get this in Pokemon Scarlet. Uh, fire and Psychic type. So have we had any Fire and Psychic types other than the Delphox line? I think uh, we Victini? have. We? Oh, Victini, yes. I think that's it, isn't it? I think that's it. Which, and I loved the animation in the trailer where it's two... It's, it's two pauldrons come down, connect yes. together and become a cannon. A cannon, a cannon. It's absolutely amazing. Um, so uh, just to kind of read what's on the on the Pokemon uh, website, uh, Armor Rouge believes in a fair fight and will challenge an opponent head on no matter how much stronger that opponent is. Uh, it specializes in using its sturdy armor to bolster its defenses and take down enemies with its high firepower. So out of the two Mons, this is probably the bulkier of the two, I'd imagine. Yeah, I'd imagine this is more defensive and yes. probably a special attacker. I'd agree with, agree with that. Um, so it has a fire-type special move in which Armor Rouge moves both its pauldrons to its hands to put its arms together to form a cannon. Um, this is one of the more powerful moves that Armor Rouge can learn, but it lowers Armor Rouge's defense and special defense stats in exchange for that power. So very similar to moves that we've seen in the past, like close combat. So like combat. close combat. Yeah. 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 But it just, it, it looks fantastic. And the, and the screenshots of it using it in battle look absolutely fantastic. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. They picked, they picked the right background for it, didn't they? Oh, they did. The yeah, lovely yeah. orange skies and stuff like that. <laughs> it's like, come on. Well done, boys. Well done. <laughs> but I, 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 I love this Mon's design. Um, it's a bit strange, really, because this Mon, well, both of these Mons feel like they might have fitted a bit more in Sword and Shield with the... I get the, where you're coming from. Yeah, but I'm sure there's a reason they're being implemented in this. Um, Do you think they are potentially some kind of legendary Pokemon? They've got that look about them. They do. I don't think they are a legendary Pokemon. I think they are the equivalent of Hitmonlee on Hitmonchan for this region. Okay, right, yeah. Um, that makes sense. To, to, to the extent of I even think they... Mm. Okay, cool. we'll come on to this as well. Do we think they evolve from the same Pokemon mm. or are they the same? So on the thing of like, are they the same as what Maridon and Coridon are to each other? They're related, but they're not the same Pokemon. Potentially. Um... You can only get one in Scarlet and you can only get the other one in Violet. It would make sense. It, it, it would. I I don't know. I I th this could be like the Cosmog line again, like you said, where it evolves into, you know, Lunala or Solgaleo, depending on which game you are playing. So maybe maybe that is dependent on it has a base form and depending on which which game you're playing, that's the mon that you get. Um but like say, like I I don't know. I don't know. Um Part of me, part of me likes the idea of them being related but not coming from the same Pokemon, um, because that just messes. It just, I just don't like that in terms of a lore aspect where it's like, oh, it evolves depending on the Pokemon that you, the, the what Pokemon game you're playing. Okay, I understand how that works in in a game, digital just not in, in lore. game, but in lore, how does that work? Because they are the same 
the same region. It's not like there's a you know a difference between the the regions. I don't know. Um, who know? It might maybe that we'll see them introduce something unique where okay, you get you know it, it has a base form and it evolves via an item, but the item is only available in the Pokemon game that you've got. So um, a bit like. Um, I'm trying to think if there's another equivalent of that that we've had before. Um, so I guess the, the one I'm thinking of is in uh, Sword and Shield, you can get the Rusted Sword and the Rusted Shield, and the only way to get the equivalent from the other game is to trade over a Mon holding that item. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so you you know you get you get the item to evolve into your game's version in your game. You will get that no matter what. But if you wanted to evolve it into the alternative version you would need to somehow get the item from the other game perhaps mm, that might that might be an option might be so an option. they are they are both they're both clearly connected to their armor mm-hmm, like i think mm-hmm. it's even stated somewhere that the arm that's what they're all about is they are the armor pokemon kind of thing yeah um yeah i don't know part part of me really because th- i'm still on the time travel thing i'm still on okay, not necessarily yes. time travel but like Pokemon from different eras. I feel like these could be the same Pokemon. Oh, like, okay. So the Armor Rouge is the ancient version of it when it was yes. still valiant and it was still yes. powerful and it was still ready to fight anyone. Mm. And then it went through tragedy and had a really, it lost a battle by getting stabbed in the back and it had some of its armor robbed. And what Cerulege is wearing is like the remainders of that armor and that's why it's like full of grudge and so I don't know. So I don't know. What kind of buys it like buys into that is that um Cerule Edge is more about it'll just use any tactics to win, such as sneak attacks, and its move is called Bitter Blade. Um mm-hmm. fire type physical move that gathers the lingering regrets of the of the fallen into its swords, allowing it to focus that bitterness into a slashing attack. Uh, the sword then absorbs life energy from wounds they made. Oh, and the HP is restored by up to half. Okay, that is interesting. So, it, uh, fire type physical move restores HP. I don't think we've had a fire type move that restores HP yet. No, but I might be no, wrong. It's so I'll mostly like that. grass moves that do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of new ones that have introduced a couple of fairy and stuff like that. But I think this is the first time that we've seen a fire type move that can um restore hp i okay yeah i'm i'm not completely sold but there is something there about them being the same pokemon just from different periods of of time and um, or at least the same pokemon donning different sets yes. of armor and then being like ah oh, well okay yeah, yeah. no mm, mm. 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 <laughs> you think thoughts go on thoughts thoughts and things no just thoughts and things uh, okay, uh, okay. i will have to sit with it for a little while which one do you prefer uh, put me on the spot here i think when i first saw them released i preferred the armor rouge but reading descriptions and information i think cerule edge takes it for me at the moment I think it is Cerulege for me as well. Which, uh, it is the edgier Pokemon. Yeah, you'll see what you did there. But, which, uh, which is a shame because you want Violet at least. I, so I want you're... I want Violet, so I'm happy with that. I'm uh, it's because Cerulege is the one that's in Pokemon Violet. So you're gonna have to catch one and trade it over to me then. 
Oh, well, okay. No, I might just have to buy both. Oh, <laughs> oh, stupid game. I've, I've, never, I've never bought both. I don't think I will ever buy both. But this is the game that is making me go. Like I said in the, when we were chatting in the Discord earlier on, I was like, I know you said not to pre-order the game. <laughs> but this is kind of it. I'm not going, I'm not going to pre-order the game, but I am going to get it on day of release. Um these these Pokemon are absolutely fantastic. Um we're not seeing anything in the trailers about time at the moment. Um No. Maybe No, we're not. Maybe that's because it, it doesn't it is not in the game. Maybe they are hiding things. Um the fact that, you know, we are several trailers in, only a couple of months out from release and they're only now releasing information about the different ways to play. Makes me think they are being tight-lipped. Not well, because... I think we're, what, we're two months out now, yep. and we've only just got our first uh, exclusives, yep. other than the box art legendaries, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, the two, and the other ways we can play the game. Yep. Like... They they are being tight lipped. So we, what, we can't say they're not at this point. No, so they are being tight lipped. But the difference between Sword and Shield was they were being tight lipped because they didn't want to announce some of the bad news in some fans' eyes that they had. Whereas this feels like they are being more strategic about okay, what information are we going to release? How much of that information are we going to release? And when are we going to release it? Um, so I'm. So who knows, maybe there is something around time travel and they are just holding back on it, but we'll have to wait and see. I'll have to wait and see. What a journey that was. Speaking of journeys, are you ready to move on to our Pokemon journey discussion? Yeah, I think that covered most of the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Great trailer. Looking forward to hopefully another trailer this time next week. So, (laughs) (laughs) here's hoping. No, I can't keep up with it all. (laughs) Right, so it's that time again where we continue watching Pokemon Journeys and discuss three episodes this week as normal uh, and what we liked, what we disliked and yeah, so episode 37, that's a new old gang of mine. We're going back to Alola. We're going back to Alola. Now this is very much an episode that works better if you watched previous seasons yes and the only thing we've really had before this was um what's her face who came in with the roller skates oh um uh, karina 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 sorry i had serena in my head i'm like that's not right no karina yes uh so that was the closest we got to that and that Mm. story still kind of stands on its own yes without having watched x and y I'm not sure this one does. If you haven't watched Sun and Moon, no, because you've got uh, you've got um, Kiawe oh, saying oh, like, "Yeah, you know, I'm Ash's rival," and it's like, okay, if I'd have watched Sun and uh, other than a handful of episodes of the Sun and Moon series, I'd take more away from that. Whereas this, I was like, oh, and I can't, I I saw enough to know what his, you know, what his overall personality was. But if you came into this, never seen any alone, you'd be like, okay, this guy needs to really chill and calm down. Mm-hmm. Loses a little bit. I'd, I'll agree with you there, yeah. So, like, they they bring all the characters in. They don't really reintroduce them. Like, no, they, they don't. They don't give you their characters very much. Um, you do get to find out what they're doing. Like, um, well, what's his face? The short one. Sophocles. Uh, Sophocles. I can never pronounce his name. Yeah, yeah, that one. Sophocles is working at the Hoenn Space Center, Mm -hmm. which is really cool. Love that. And he's training to be an astronaut. Kiawe's still 
fighting and yeah. training yeah. his fire Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Lily, Lily was the bit in this where I was like, oh, she... nobody's going to get that if you don't, So if you haven't watched it. So I, I haven't watched it. I the, the, What I know about their family drama comes from the games, but I know that it's, it's different in some regards in the anime. I never watched that. To be honest with you, like eventually when we run out of Pokemon Journeys uh, discussions, I would like to go back and maybe do some of the others. Maybe we eventually do um, the Sun and Moon series. But like that, watching this episode, I was like, okay, that's a nice little thing, but it's completely unrelated to what else is going on in the episode, right? Yeah. yeah? Okay, right. It wasn't just me. I was I was watching going, wait, have I missed, have I missed some like connecting plot here and it's just yeah it was in a different series yeah it it was just completely different and it was like i think they just mentioned oh where is she oh and then it pans to her and a brother on a train discussing the mum and dad and i was like okay i i didn't finish sun and moon okay but my knowledge of it was that their dad went missing and that's why their mum was looking into ultra beasts in the first place okay right went a little bit crazy not as crazy as she does in the games, but no. went a little bit crazy. Yeah. They went into Ultra Space, saved her, brought her back. Um, her and her brother kind of sorted their lives out a little bit. Ash beat her brother in the league and then he chilled out and decided to be the pompous little uh <laughs> boy he always was instead of instead of this little rebellious Yeah, yeah. So and so. And yeah, and they all kind of came together as a family and decided to go together to go and find their dad. There's something to do with Magirna. I completely missed yes. anything to do with Magirna. I have no idea where that's come from. Okay. Um, even that's lost on me. So I maybe need to go back and watch the end of Sun and Moon again. Because I watched, mm. I watched like two thirds of the series, I think. Uh, you watch more than me. I watched the odd episode where my daughter was watching it. And it was, it, it, it was... It, it was very different than all the other series yes. that came before it, which are Ash goes on his journey and you basically follow the story of the game. Sun and Moon felt very much like episodes of Thunderbird, Thunderbirds. Remember Thunderbirds? Yes. Yeah? Not just where like, I was going to go, but, but that, okay. that's, that's the weeks where they're just at a base and then every now and again they go out and save people and Pokemon and maybe every now and again Ash does a trial. That was, that was I was like, okay, this is an interesting take on it i don't think it's for me but i would like to eventually go back and and, and watch i definitely them. prefer i definitely prefer the way they've done it with journeys which Agrees. they've still not done the like oh we're gonna go step by step yeah, along yeah. the journey along the gym challenge but have allowed him to just like meander about all yeah. the different regions i think it's much better this way oh definitely definitely agree um there's not really a load more to say about this other than i do love the fact that go defends himself he's not ash's rival uh, he, you know, he's just a friend and a research colleague, and it's good to see that, you know, Go isn't going to be forced into something that he's he's not. Mm. His his story is very different. Go on, go on. I don't know. It's all right. So he turns around and he says, "Ash's goal is Ash's goal. I'm mm-hmm. not here to help him with it." I'm like, "Well, Screw yeah. you, man. Yeah, Ash you will are. help you with your yeah. goal." Well, he does because he helps him to get. He helps out with the executor in this in this episode. Um, I've been I've been saying it over and over and over again. Ash is helping Go. Go isn't helping Ash, and he yeah. just seems like a bad friend. Yeah, I can understand. I can understand that perspective here. Um, but again, I think that I think that 
Ash has had I, the benefit of plenty of seasons of development. Go will get to where Go is going eventually. I mean, I get it. I get the sentiment they're going for. Yeah. Which is like, everybody's got to make their own way in the world. And my way is not the same way as Ash's way. We're going to make our own destinies. And we're both going to war- get there like parallel to each other, not mm-hmm. bumping heads the whole way. Cool message. Didn't really like the way you said it. Yeah, yeah. You could. There, there could have been a different way to, to phrase it. Um, we do get to see a, a, a Z move coming in. Yep. Um, so makes me think potentially, you know, Ash, when he challenges Leon, he's got Dynamax, Z moves, and potentially Megas in terms of Lucario. Maybe. Maybe. Um, I don't maybe. know. He's never mega evolved anything before. Is he not? I know he had Ash Greninja, but that was its own That was its own thing, thing and wasn't a mega. No, he never, he never ever mega evolved anything. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. So, okay, that. Okay, right. I'm okay. I'm looking forward to seeing where this Lucario thing goes then, because as far as I'm aware, that's the only. Yeah, that's the only mon of his team of six that will be able to mega evolve. Because unfortunately, oh, Gengar. Oh yeah, Gengar can mega evolve as well. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. Um, and I do, I do know he has six mons because uh, I play Pokemon Masters, which has already spoiled what I think is six. <laughs> what and the squad's going to be. Yeah, what his squad's going to be. I was like, okay, that's actually interesting. I like that. Uh, but that we'll save that for a future episode. Um, um, Kiawe has no chill. Then he almost obliterates both Go and Reboot uh, until they're saved by Alolan Marowak. I love Alolan Marowak's design. Which is his Marowak. Yes, so he was is. never going to No, no. He, 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 just, he just had to swing a little bit. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, he was... I think this is a bit of a of a I, I, I don't want to swear on the podcast. Swinging they, contest. Yeah, swinging contest is that they were measuring something. Um that that's that's yeah, that that was that episode. It wraps up with Go reiterating his dream once again of catching Mew. And this isn't just a one-off thing where he's on about capturing Mew, which makes me think, is that where this his adventure's going? Are they going to wrap up Go's see like Go's Adventure with Ash with a movie, maybe to do with Mew. I don't know. The fact that they keep mentioning this makes me think, okay, it's not just a passing reference. They're, they've got a plan in terms of the Go and Mew dynamic and what happens. So on that thought, though, do you think that they've introduced a character who can stay with Ash for the long term? I think so, in the, yeah. In, I think so. In the fact that his, like goal is so broad yes you know they've had yeah. to effectively broaden ash's scope and being mm-hmm. like no even even if i'm the best pokemon trainer in the world and become number one that's not a pokemon master that's yeah. that's different it's like what are you talking about i uh, but, you're yeah. right yeah i i think that like you say because go goes you know objective is to catch all pokemon and to catch mew which is a rare mythical they can string this out for as many seasons. And the great thing about Pokemon is, you know, every, every season, every two seasons, new Pokemon for him to catch. A Go could potentially be one that sticks around. And I know, so you know, there, there were people saying, oh, well, Go is going to replace Ash. I don't think that's going to be the case. I don't no, think they can no replace. They can't replace Ash. It just wouldn't happen because he is so well known. And obviously with Ash is Pikachu. They they are there for the long haul. But maybe they do want to go, okay, maybe we, we want a secondary character so that... Because how far can Ash keep going 
And eventually there has to be a case of, okay, right, maybe Ash doesn't step aside, but, you know, rather than Ash being in every episode, he's only in every nine out of ten episodes and we get to follow and we've kind of seen that this season where there's been an odd handful of episodes where ash isn't actually in it or he's got very minimal input and it's more of a ghost-centric episode maybe that maybe that's where we're going with go where he'll take on more of a role ash will move aside every every episode every now and again but he it's still going to be ashy's ashy's ashy ashy's show that was that's a nightmare to say. Um, and who knows? And, and, it might, he might get pushed aside for Chloe because we've had Chloe. Yes, we have. Episodes. Yes, we have. Like yeah. the next episode. Y- yes. So <laughs> let, let's move on to episode thirty-eight: restore and renew. So we're getting fossils and fossil Pokemon. Fossil Good Pokemon. Fun. And 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 I know that we're going to Pewter City, but this is where I thought, knowing what I know about Pokemon Masters and his final team, this is where I thought Ash was going to get his sixth and final mon. But he doesn't, which I'm, I'm I'm okay with that. But they they basically go to see a large shield on, but you can just dig fossils whenever you 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 want. So yeah, there's there's a queue round the block yes. to see a giant shield on, but there's literally no one queuing up to go and dig fossils. fossils. Now I'd love to do that. Oh, I, I would. When, so yeah. when I was a kid, I I wanted to be a paleontologist. That was my absolute dream. I was in love with dinosaurs. Mm. I wanted to grow up and be a paleontologist. Unfortunately, I failed biology at A level, and that was kind of it for me. Um, uh, I would love to do this. I would love to go and just sit in a dig site. All yes, day. oh, definitely trying to potentially find you know new rare fossils or like that'd be an amazing memory. Just yeah, I went here, I, I dug up loads of fossils. So like fossils in the Pokemon games are quite rare, but apparently in the anime they're not. Um, you can find them just apparently Pewter City has had a ex- mass extinction event right there at some point in the past because they are just able to basically just give away fossils. Oh, you come in, you dig, you get a fossil. It's like, okay, right. Um, and not only that, we'll completely revive it for Revive free. it, yeah. It's just really, really biz- bizarre, like fossil. Maybe that's why nobody's that fussed about seeing the fossils then because, oh, uh, fossils are old news. Uh, I, everyone's got why, a fossil. I've got all the fossils. Why, why, why would I see a fossil when I can see the real thing real that's thing. been revived? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like Jurassic World and Jurassic Park. If you go in there, would you? if it was real and you went there, would you rather see a real Tyrannosaurus Rex or would you rather go and see the bones of a dead Tyrannosaurus Rex? You'd want to go see the real one, right? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so I can kind of understand why maybe the, the people do want to see the, the shield. So the writers are making sense. The writers make sense. Um, so Team Rocket are also here. Um, is, is, Try- so go on. Yeah. What, what Team they were Rocket like, oh, doing we here? Can, we can dig up a bunch of fossils for free. Oh no! Wait, they're reviving them. Okay, let's just go steal though. That's much easier. <laughs> yeah, that was. It was really bizarre. I wasn't. I was like, okay, Team Rocket here, and I, I Do, just. I was like, what? <laughs> okay, doing doing a hard day's work for the first time in their life. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. They're actually trying to work for Pokemon rather than just steal them. Even though they do eventually just okay, let's default it and and. Go back. What I do like is Go uses initiative, and he's bringing of all Pokemon, he brings the freaking Golurk to hunt for fossils. Uh, which is good. It's a good sight gag, to be fair, though. Yeah, 
Yeah, you, they yeah. they have the giant bowl. It's like go look, go look in there for fossils. And just picks <laughs> so up the like, tiniest oh. little rock. Yes, and squishes it between its fingers. <laughs> I, I love that. Although in, in like. If you were working there, you'd be like, listen, I know that you want to hunt for fossils, but there's no way we're letting you bring something of that sheer size and destructive ability. Because you've seen how people dig up fossils, right? Where they use the little Mm -hmm. paintbrush and they slowly chip away at it to make sure they don't damage it. There's no way they're letting a goalie just hunt for fossils. But it pays off. He finds old Andy. Um... And so when they found the old Amber, did you know what Pokemon was going to, you know, be revived? Of I did. Yeah. In yeah. fact, I because w- I had a mate round and I was like, I got to watch Pokemon because I'm doing a podcast tomorrow. And they're like, fine, put Pokemon on. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, old Amber. I'm old Amber. So what's, all, what, what's old Amber? I was like, oh, it means he's going to get an Aerodactyl. Aerodactyl. He gets an Aerodactyl. And um, bef- while, they, while the Aerodactyl's being revived, Team Rocket cause a mess as normal, cause an issue. And Aerodactyl is just sent out into the wild. And what follows is them trying to basically track down the Aerodactyl and go trying to catch it. Um, but while that's happening, I just love this. One of the standouts to me is that Pikachu just running suddenly stops and is like growling at a bush. And I was like, what the heck? <laughs> and then they just pull apart the bush and you've just got Team Rocket. And Jesse just responds with, Hello. It's just, I was like, oh, this is brilliant. Hi, you found me. I just love it. Well done, you. It's just absolutely fantastic. Um, I haven't got many notes about the end of this because at the end I was like, oh, I was a bit, I don't know what it was. I was a bit checked out by this, this episode. The only comment that I've got is, again, Ash's unique style saves the day. Using Electro Web to launch Graveler back at Team Rocket, which shouldn't have worked. Yeah, how strong are these Electro? Eight, eight's an Electro-type attack on a ground-type Pokemon. But also, how strong are these webs? I don't know. He bounces off them. He, like, traps people up in them. Yeah. I'm not sure what the physics of these webs are. I, do, I did think that myself. I'm like, ah, blah, when, okay. When did Electro Web become, like, a main series move for Ash? Because Gen I'm, 7. Is that when it, oh, is that when it happened? Because I, yeah, I think he learned it in Gen 7. All right, because it's one of his go-to moves at the moment, and he's been using it to great effect, um, which makes me wonder, are we going to see that again later on in another big battle, maybe? Yeah, very possibly. The one thing I do want to say about this episode, again, I can't I can't tell if this is Go being a bad friend okay. or whether he just trusts Ash. Because mm. Ash is in a two-on-one fight. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. he's not faring too well. Why he doesn't throw out another Pokemon, I have no idea. It no. really winds me up. Yeah. Um, but Chloe runs up and is like, go, you need to come. Ash is in trouble. He's in a battle. And Go just looks yeah. at her and is like, yeah, yeah, so am I. Yeah. Yeah. Good <laughs> point, like- actually. Yeah. I, would, I don't know why he doesn't... Like, so Go is putting catching a new Pokemon before helping his friend, right? It's the Aerodactyl. And again, is, yeah. is, is he trusting that, no, Ash has this? Which, again, if that's the case, then say that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I agree with you there. Yeah, th- there's too many... Co- I'm, I'm, maybe I'm starting to get on board with this Go is actually a bad friend. Uh, there's too many coincidences adding up here. Um, should we move on to the next episode? Let's do it. It's here, the rematch. Episode 39. I didn't realize we were going to get it so quick. No, neither, neither did I. I was like, oh, okay, right, we're already here. Um, so Ash is traveling to the Johto region 
uh, goes past the Whirl Islands. I love that little feature, just you know, a couple of seconds, and you can see the the whirls in the in the um, in the ocean. Fantastic, and um, Ash bumps into B again. Well, he uh, doesn't bump into her. Well, he goes he there goes to, to get it, her. Yes, and um, B just doesn't remember Ash. The absolute put down. She's like, uh, she remembers the Pokemon, doesn't she? But not yeah, Ash. She remembers him as the Riolu trainer. Yes. Which <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And like last time, Ash is very confident. Now, part of me is thinking, okay, he's uh, he's very confident because he's got a plan. He's figured out what went wrong last time. He's got a plan. But then part of me is thinking, oh, is this the right setting us up for another fail, which could potentially happen, mm-hmm. you know? And I think for me, I, maybe Ash's confidence came because uh, confidence came because he was like, okay, right, I know the two Pokemon she's used. She's going to use the same two Pokemon, but she doesn't. So... Hitmontop's the first Pokemon that comes out. So it's a different lineup, a different battle. Ash is, you know, the, the the we get the rematch later on, but this is the okay, this is a matchup that we didn't get to see the last time. How is uh, how is Ash going to, to fare against the Hitmontop? And Fairly well. If, yeah. It, it, it touch and go at parts, I think, but overall it felt like Ash and Pikachu had the battle in the bag, but it was great to see Hitmontop's fighting style, which I've never seen in the anime before, which is basically just, it's basically a Beyblade at this point. You just, it just yes. spins every, everywhere trying to kick everything. But again, like I said, Electro Web, go-to move, and, you know, uses it in a really unique way where the Hitmontop just can't, you know, it just shuts down its ability to just move around the, the battlefield. Um... And then uses a combination of attacks to take it down. So Ash. So part of me thinks that you know Ash started with Pikachu, expecting the Holucha. Holucha. Yeah. Yeah. And having the the type advantage, and then obviously was like, oh, okay, right, it's hit him on top. How do I, how do I uh, how do I cope? And part of me thought, oh, I don't think Ash is actually going to fare well here because he's gone in confident, thinking he knows what team. B's going to use, and, you know, that might end up, you know, biting, biting him in the bum, but it doesn't. You know, he, it's not as one-sided as last time, and he manages to win the, the first fight. I think what we're all here for, though, is the rematch. With Graplocked. And the Graplocked is as brutal as ever. Yep, gets Pikachu in that Octolock yep, and just, that's it. once again, ruined. Yes, just absolutely... Tr- Destroyed. Tries to use Iron Tail, can't do it. Can't Tries do to use Thunderbolt, can't do it. No, no. Um, Pikachu just gets just gets obliterated. But Riolu's raring to go. Absolutely, just wants to get in there, um, and and fight. And it, the battle goes very. It, it it plays out differently, even though B doesn't really change her tactic as much but that gives that gives ash and the riolu the advantage i think of okay this is what we've prepared for mm-hmm. it's it's interesting because ash is still doing the like oh stay away use yeah. vacuum wave mm-hmm. keep your distance kind of thing but you can tell they're more in sync yes this yes. time they're not uh, they're not sort of butting heads and battling mm. against each other's styles but 
Octo uh, the Octolock comes in, Graflock grabs hold of Riolu, and for whatever reason, the Riolu just doesn't <laughs> just fight. Just doesn't do it. anything. Just like, okay. And what did you make of that? I w <sighs> Even I was sat there, because like, I used to do judo and jujitsu and stuff yeah. like that. So I'm like, I don't care if you're going with their motion. That sucks. Yeah, there's no yeah, way yeah. you're staying calm in that when you're getting choked out. No, there's there's not. I, and I understand that Ash has a plan, and that plan involves okay, Riolu. If you do get grappled, this is the strategy to overcome that. I don't think that. I, I just can't see that being a valid tactic. Of okay, we're gonna we're gonna. We're going to anticipate that our strategy for winning is that we have a high chance of losing the same way as last time. Uh-huh. Like, if it had been... So the way he gets out of it is by force palming. Which, he, like, lets okay. himself get super, super close and then uses force palm yeah. to break free. Yeah. Why didn't you just use it? Or, just, like, like yeah. I understand I, I, the yeah. idea of, like, let it bring you as close as possible for maximum damage. Mm. Cool. Yeah. But again, you should, you're taking a lot of damage in yeah. doing that. I don't and, think it was worthwhile. No, and the thing is, like, uh, Grapplelox is a physical up-close fighting type Pokemon. You'll get chance to use Force Palm just in close quarters combat anyway. You don't need well, to it let does. it... Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just... It, 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 I really enjoyed the first match between B and Ash. This one... I understand. It seemed a little bit of Ash plot armor ish. Yeah, a little bit, to be honest. It's with like, you. oh, well, he's learned a new strategy. It's yeah, like that it's strategy like... wouldn't work. No. And this, this, you should have written a better way yes. to get around this Octolock. Yes. But I will give the writers some credit that it doesn't result in Ash winning. Mm hmm. It's, mm -hmm. A, it's a draw, no ranking change. I'm, Which is a rough for him because she's like rank one hundred ninety-five when they go into this. Yes, so he'd have jumped, jumped so far yes. up the rankings yes. from doing that. Yeah, um, it was actually to a point where I was wondering if she'd even accept his battle, and was just oh, gonna be like, you're, yeah. you're, "You're way too low for me." But we do find out that anybody who challenges somebody else has to be within the same class. Yes. So when Ash dropped back down into the normal he class, couldn't, he couldn't. Yeah, he couldn't have rematched B. I like that. Um, I like that little And it addition. also means when they go up into the Ultra class, they'll only be fighting the top 100, mm -hmm. and then top 8 or the Masters can only fight each other. Yeah. I like which that. Which is it's fascinating. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, one, one thing that I did like about this episode is it gives a, it shows a human side to B that we didn't get for the, you know, the, the first 15 odd minutes of this episode and the previous episode where at the end it's just you know what? They they're just relaxing. She knows who he is. He is now. They're all you know the the Pokemon. Even though they were you know really going at it in the battle, here we see the Grapplelox and Riolu you know sharing food and you know just having a, a great time together. I, I, I like that. Um, yeah, it's interesting compared to how cold she was at yes. the end of the last episode, where she just left, left. and was like, "I'm done with you now." Yep, yep I like um, that. Yeah, uh, she chills out now, and maybe it's a case of like, "You earned my respect. We will fight again." Yes. Because they have the but, same goal to battle Leon. To battle Leon. So, mm. uh, which is interesting because we come right off the back of an episode where it goes like, I'm not Ash's rival. Mm. B is effectively the closest thing he has at the moment. At the to moment, yeah. He's he's lost. He's drew. Surely, you know, they. I'd imagine they are going to battle ag again at some point and it'll be an opportunity to show how far Ash has 
developed. Um, yeah, so I think I think we'll be seeing her again. Maybe not until you know closer Next to season, the yeah closer yeah. to the finals maybe. Um, and we also get Chuck as well, which I I love. I love Chuck. He's just fantastic. He is exactly how I was expecting to act and talk. Um, what what I love is the fact that they do have all these sweets at the end, and I'm like. Come on, man! You're like a big bodybuilder, right? <laughs> oh, my main source of energy, sweet like, food. Yeah. Okay. What? No, that's I not. I wish how it I works. could look as good as you and eat that. <laughs> I know, right? Um, overall, some some you know good episodes, and we are getting closer and closer to the end of this series. Which I I I was shocked actually because I I watched these on Netflix and just bizarrely it advertised oh the next season which isn't. It's got a different name. Is it Master, Master Journey? Yes, yes. So I was like, oh, okay. So Because when I thought, oh, we're running close to the end of this, what comes next? Only to find so, out, oh, there's more. What my, what my hope is, is that we'll watch the end of this, mm-hmm. then we'll watch all of Master Journeys, and then hopefully by the time we finish that, yeah. uh, oh, I forget what the old, Ultra Journeys, I think oh, is what it's called, okay, right. we'll have finished on Pop TV and we'll move over onto Netflix for okay. us. Perfect. And is that is that like the final season or don't we know yes. yet? So it is, right? Okay. Oh, I'm looking for I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the next few episodes because I know that it starts to follow some of the better parts of the story from Sword and Shield, and I cannot wait. I just can't yeah, I, I actually, can't wait. I can't wait. It's gonna be good fun. Look forward to it. It is. Uh I'm looking forward to it. So um I'll ask myself this question. Ben, are you up for playing a game? Ben, are you up for playing a game? Yeah! <laughs> Perfect. Uh, in front of Connor, he has three Pokemon, three Pokedex entries each, and I have to try and guess the fake entry. Are you ready? Okay. okay. Let's go. Let's I will I will go. state first and foremost, there is there is no theme this week. I just okay. did three random Pokemon from our random Pokemon generator. Okay. Your first Pokemon is Crobat. Okay. After evolving. Its body has become slender, allowing it to be more agile in the air. It is almost silent as it flies through the night. Okay. Second entry. Its fangs are so sharp, if it bites you in the dark and sucks your blood, you won't notice any pain or realize you've been bitten. Third entry. Mm-hmm. Both its legs became wings, and as a result, it can't move well on the ground. All it can do is crawl around. Okay. I'm not going to overthink this. I'm just going to pick a random number. It's between <laughs> one and three. Can't just pick a random number. I'm going to go for three. Uh, no, three was correct. Oh, is it one? It is one. Oh, I, uh, yeah. I, I I let myself get into my own head. Oh, that's that's annoying. Right. I, I didn't realize the whole crawling around on the ground thing was a Pokedex entry. Yeah, no, interesting one because it's got another one that's like I can. Fl- it's it's back legs become wings. Um, it still hangs upside down on them, and then can like flap its wings alternatingly so it can fly through the night and stuff like that. Right. But yeah, there was oh. a, there was a fun one saying it crawled around on the ground. I was like, that's too <laughs> that's, funny. Yeah, that, that, that has to go in, and it, it sounds fake as well. Um, well yes. done, right? Okay. Uh, the next one is Levani. Oh, upon finding a small Pokemon, it weaves clothes for it. Uh, sorry, it weaves clothes for it from leaves by using the sticky silk secreted from its mouth. Hmm? That, was, that was hard to wrap my tongue around. I apologize. Uh, second one. 
Silk from this Pokemon is highly valuable. In ancient times, it was used to make the clothing for kings and queens. And the third one? It keeps its eggs warm with heat from fermenting leaves. It also uses leaves to make warm wrappings for Swaddle. Okay, I'm just going to guess. Number two. It was number two. Yes! I can't, I don't, know, like, I don't know what gave it away. I was like, mm, okay, that, I don't know. <laughs> just like, oh, okay. <laughs> so interestingly about Levani, it yeah. only has two Pokedex entries. It's oh, been in there since generation five, but it just it? keeps repeating the same two Pokedex entries for some reason. That's bizarre. Like, I, to be fair, I have noticed when I've done a couple of, uh, uh, of these where... You know, you read the Pokemon entries for Sword and Shield, for example, and it's like, well, this is the same that was in Ruby and Sapphire. And yeah. they do, but I've not come across any from that earlier gen that only have two. The ones that I have come across that only have two uh, two are typically Pokemon that have been introduced from typically Gen 7 onwards. So I'm a bit yeah. surprised that a Mon from Gen 5 only has two Pokedex entries. Yeah, I was a bit surprised at it. Okay. So your last and final Pokemon, any guesses? So we're going for Levani, we went for Crobat, I'm going to go for Porygon. Abomasnow. Abomasnow, okay. So the first one. It whips up blizzards in mountains that are always buried in snow. It is the Abominable Snowman. Second one. It blankets wide areas in snow by whipping up blizzards. It is also known as the Ice Monster. And the third one. It hides in blizzards it whips up atop snow-covered mountains. Locals refer to it as the Yeti. Wow, okay. That is... I have. I might as well just, just pick a random number because the fact that any of them are legit <laughs> boggles my mind. Absolutely. Just what? Um, so I, I have a 33% chance. Uh, the, so the last one was number two. The first one was number one. Would you go for number three on this? I wouldn't because I'd be like, oh no, yeah. I'll go for number two. Uh, it was number three. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Those... So according to its Pokedex <laughs> entries, it is, refer it is officially referred to as the Ice Monster and it is the Abominable Snowman. It is. There you go. Confirmed. Wow. Okay. That would. Okay. Well done on those. Especially that that last set proper just threw me. I had no idea which one it, it was. Absolutely. Wow. Why? Did, so I know you said why you picked. I was going to say, did you pick them because they're like, oh, they are really unique Pokedex entries? But no, you just. Uh, I mean, no. I picked the Pokemon at random. Those yes. those Pokedex entries. You know, when you find two that are basically the same, same. but reword a couple of things. Yeah. I'm like. I could do That'll that. That'll do. That'll do. <laughs> right. Well done. I got one out of three, which means next week I'll be challenging you again. Whoop. Whoop, whoop. So, that, so that's it. So if I get zero, I have to challenge you. Yes. But if Let's you get that. anything less than three, you have to come back to challenge me. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Done. There we go. Perfect. Um, Let's move on to questions and questions comments uh i'm just gonna read i know you've got one but i'm gonna get in there first and read out the one i've got again from uh taylor uh in the upcoming game scott and violet and assuming that the three paths are what we assume racing gyms and treasure hunt so not quite isn't racing uh which path will you focus on the most 
Oh, I think I already answered this question you earlier did. on. I am yeah. most excited for the Titan path. Yeah. I think that that's where all my lore is going to be. I'm yeah. really looking forward to it. But in all honesty, judging by the way this map looks like it's laid out, I probably won't. That'll be the one I'll go for, and yeah. then we'll yeah, use the others as like grinding yeah. spots on the yeah. way. Yeah, I'm... I've... So originally when we were thinking that they were going to be racing and treasure hunting, um, I I was... Mm, I was confident, okay, the one that I'll do them all, but the one I'm going to like the most is the gym challenge. The gym challenge is probably the one I'm least excited for now. I I mean, I am excited for it, but I'm going to try, you know, I want to mix up Pokemon and being able to go in and try the other paths. Um, I think for me, I think actually the one I'm most excited for is the, the star path, which was the one... When I looked at the trailer, I was like, okay, that's probably the one I'm least excited for. But the more we've spoken about it, the more I'm thinking, actually, I really like how this one could play out because it seems so unique. Different. It does. It seems the most inventive. Yes, exactly. So that that's the one I'm going to go for. But to be quite honest with you, all I'm going to do is one of the map. And when I see one of them, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go for it. And, you know, it might be that I'm wandering the map and I see a town for a gym or... I see one of the other two, you know, the two things that you can do, and I go for them. So I'm going to play them all, but that's the one I'm most excited for. Nice. I think that covers the question quite nicely. Nice. Have you got any questions? We do. We have a question from Roxanne. Okay. Uh, are there too many Pokemon types? Should they have stopped adding them sooner? Oh. um. So... As someone that has played the Pokemon TCG, where they do combine, so you have water and ice are a single typing, grass and bug are a single typing, rock fighting and ground are also a single typing. Um, I'm going to say, my my opinion, no. Um, I think they've done quite well to limit it and not every generation go, "Let's let's add more typings, let's just keep adding more. You know, we had the initial set in Gen 1, then we got two extras in Gen 2, and then we got the fairy typing in Gen 6. Feels like we've now got a really nice balance. I can't see them adding any more. That's not to say that they won't. I just feel like now we've kind of... Now that they've had the, the, the you know, time and being able to play out with these different Pokemon and whatnot, I think we've got a nice set of typings. However, I do want to see more unique typings. I want to move away from... You know, every generation you get the same normal, you know, you, on the first route you get a normal type, you get, um, you know, your flying type. I want to move away from that and I want to go, okay, so what differentiates this is the first route actually hasn't got normal type Pokemon. It's got a rock type. Oh, it's got a poison type. Like mix it up so you get to bring new Pokemon in, and, and give attention to the typings that maybe haven't had as much attention in the past. Yeah, good answer. I'm going to go for this in reverse. So Mm -hmm. first off, should they have stopped adding types sooner? No, because every type they've added has been a necessity. It has been a balancing act. You know, the first ones they did was Dark and Steel. Both of them were brought in solely to counter Psychic, Mm -hmm. which really, really needed it at the time. Um, And then when they brought Fairy in, it was needed because we needed to counter Dragon. Yeah. Perfectly. Maybe it's a little bit too powerful. Fairy has yeah. cemented itself as possibly one of the greatest types in the entire game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's uh, that's a little bit rough because it's strong against Dragon 
and fighting. Yeah. Um, it is uh, resisted by fire, which yeah, which is weird. gives it a little bit yeah, of wiggle room, yeah. but no, it's it's yeah, fair. They have been brought in, and they were very needed when they got yes, brought in. Agreed. However, I do think there are too many types. Okay. I think there have been too many types forever. I don't need bug type Pokemon. I think it's an awful typing, and I yeah, don't need it. it. Doesn't add much. I don't need ice type Pokemon. Uh, it's mm-hmm. not a great typing, and they could all just be water quite easily. Yeah. I don't need ground type Pokemon. They could all just be rock. Yeah. Now there will be people screaming, but what about this Pokemon? Yeah, that I I get it, but. Maybe they would have had a different design if we never had those. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just don't think at least those three are the ones that, off the top of my head, that I can go. We could probably do without those. Yeah, I think as they've got as as the generations have advanced, they've managed to differentiate a load of the typings. But generation one and two were an absolute mess because so many of the grass type rules, so poison type. So many and all of the, the rock were ground, ground type, type as well. Yeah, if they, I, I personally think if we were going back to generation one, then your point does have validity of let's let's merge some of them. But to be fair, they didn't realize they were going to introduce an extra three later on in the series. The thing that knocks me, I think, the most is the fact that we didn't get fairy type until Gen Six. Don't get me wrong; it's needed, but then. It it just it, it's just one of those little things where it's like, well, you know, my fighting type Pokemon was super effective against the Clefairy a couple of generations ago, whereas now it's not. And you know, with so many of you know normal type and fairy type Pokemon being linked, or you know, normal type become fairy type. Personally, I would have had fighting super effective against fairy because then it, it go then it oh it doesn't matter that Clefairy used to be a normal type because fighting is still super effective. That's a little thing that just irks me a little bit, but whatever. I understand that there is no way to introduce fairy and just make it as smooth as possible retroactively for past no. games. Uh, it was just, you know what, let's throw in fairy type. These Pokemon are now fairy. Just roll with it. That's how we're doing it. Um, I, I do love fairy types. I I can't see them adding new types. I think this is probably it. Um, I don't think there's a need for it. I know there's no. been some fans screaming for like a sound type. Yes, I've seen that, but I just don't. But that's just that's just normal, right? Yeah, that's just that's, a normal type. That's what I'd say because because then there becomes the confusion of okay, so we introduce sound types and in certain Pokemon. You know, the loud red line are probably a good example of that. But what about all the moves that are sound based? Uh, it just I think that just overcomplicates. It's even further. We've got the 18 typings, I think, off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't get me wrong, some of them, like you've identified, like bug type, whatever. I've never really used bug typing, um, mainly because typically, you know, the great early game, but they they rapidly lose their, other than a handful of Pokemon uh, in the in that category, they they soon lose. Uh, they they just they just lose pace compared to the other ones. Um, but I, I think we've got these typings. Let's stick with that and instead focus on unique combinations, combinations and uses for them. That's what I want. I want to see. I want to see us go from, okay, you know, because we do have certain Pokemon typings that haven't been combined yet. That's what I want to see. And I want to see new moves that, you know, I mean, we go, okay, bug Pokemon, overlooked. 
let's give some you know really good bug moves early on in the games uh rather than just well letting... even not early on we got first impression which massively buffed bug pokemon mm. we saw a galisopod at worlds this year that did really really well because it had first impression yeah um just it's a really good bug type move so it is easy enough to buff certain typings yes. and make them more relevant mm -hmm. but yeah no that that we will go around in circles in this for we will, hours yeah. and hours yeah. and hours. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, if you've got a comment or question, you can reach us by leaving a comment on our podcast on YouTube or by emailing goldenrodpod at gmail.com. Um, this is the part where we talk about blogs, but I've got a feeling I know what yours is going to be about. What? What do you mean? Well, I think there's. I think it's two things. One is that your Pokemon Worlds vlog... Is out. Is out. You should go and watch it if you've not already. And I'm guessing you're going to be doing something about this trailer? Uh, eventually. Uh, we, we're okay. still working on the video about Grafii. Oh, right. Okay. When are you hoping to get that out? Sometime in the next couple of days. Woo! Well, uh, when, when am I hoping to get it out? Before they release another trailer. Yeah. Um, you, whoops. You, your work's cut out for you. I think they're going to start coming thick and fast now. All new information, so news. And I have al I've already started the research for the next video based on this trailer. I've got a really good one coming up. Like oh, I fell okay, into a proper okay. research hole. Yeah. Um, not to give too much away, but I <laughs> when, when, when you're researching Pokemon and end up looking up the, Byzant uh, the Byzantine uh, Empire, Silk Road... What? And, <laughs> right? And, yeah, mate. Oh, it was so good. Okay, I, mean, I can't okay. wait for this one to come out. Nice. I'm looking forward to it. I, I love your theory videos. I'm so glad that you've pit, you, you've you know you've you've moved your channel into that direction. Don't get me wrong. I love your you know what you do with the kingdom and you know the the I love the wedlock that we did. But your your theory videos, like they need more views and you need more subscribers. But I'm I'm confident you will you will get there because the the quality and the research that you put into them is absolutely fantastic. So if you are listening to this. Head on over to YouTube, go over the Captain Fidget's um, channel and watch some of the theory videos. You will not be disappointed. Oh, you are a sweetie. I'm, I'm, only, oh, I'm only saying that because I haven't really got much of a plug to be quiet. Oh, no, you've got nothing going on there at the moment. Things. No, no, not really. I've, 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 I've got my series with uh, British Eagle, so the 3v3 Gage Lock series. That's going Episode one went live today as of hearing this, um, as of listening to this. Um, unless you're listening to this years in advance, in which case, go back and watch them all. The entire series is on YouTube. Enjoy. Leave a like while you're there. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of where I'm at with my content at the moment. And that is the show for this week. If you've gone this far, you're just a top dollar, aren't you? We need some top dollar merch. Um, Connor, where can we find you? You can find me on my YouTube channel at Captain Fidget or on Twitter at Cap Fidget. Perfect. And I'm Ben, and you can find me as Professor Hoenn on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. As for the Gold Can Rob we find you as Professor Hoenn on Twitch? On YouTube? Aren't you Professor Hoenn Gaming? Uh, well, yeah, I know, but it's easy. Uh, yeah. It's one well, of... that's a different channel no, that's non-existent anymore. I know, It's infuriating, though, because you know what it's like when you go, oh, I've got this cool name, I'll go to this new social media channel or whatever to, to get it. It's like, someone's already got this. I'm like, oh, you're serious? And I wanted to be Professor Ho in gaming because then people know, oh, that's a YouTube channel. That's someone that produces content. Well, it's just, you, you I tell know. people every week to go to the uh, wrong place. Yeah, right, I mean, okay, you also yeah, own no, that right. place, but... Right, okay, you tell you what, I'm right now, <laughs> Professor Herring Gaming, don't cut this out, leave this in on YouTube. <laughs>
and Professor. Anyway, um, as for the Golden Rock Podcast, you can find us on the usual platforms. Search for Golden Rock Podcast on YouTube or on your usual podcast app. Leave a like on YouTube or a five-star review if you're listening as a podcast. And I'll tell you what, if people leave some funny five-star reviews, we'll read them out on the podcast, yeah? Brilliant. That sounds like a damn fine idea. Perfect. We'll be back next Friday for another week of Pokemon podcast content. See ya. (laughs) 